good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're tuning in. This is episode 77 of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast, and I am your host, Louis Talby Jr. store the other day and I saw a bag of weed and feed that showed a dead dandelion on the front cover. And I thought, why in the world would someone want to kill the dandelion? I mean, they're the brightest thing in the yard. You can look out over a hundred acre field and never notice a single blade of grass, but you'll see that one dandelion standing loud and proud. Let's talk about this. Let's go. Isn't this how we are as a society, though? I mean, we try so hard to fit in, but then we criticize the dandelions that stand out. Why is that? I personally would rather look out and see a whole field of dandelions. I think that would be a beautiful thing. When I started the intro on this podcast, King David popped in my mind. Probably because he's one of my favorite people in biblical history, but also because he was a dandelion. Wasn't he? I mean, he was chosen to be king as a kid, but he had to go through so much turmoil on his way to the throne. He started as the harp player for King Saul, and then he killed Goliath and saved all the people and became their army commander. He was destroying all their enemies. And at this point, you would say, oh yeah, that makes sense. Saul will eventually die and David will take over the throne to be king. But there was a twist. David was the perfect employee for Saul. I mean, he was a dandelion. However, Saul became jealous and all the people turned on David and tried to exterminate him. He had to run away and hide in a cave for years. He was hiding away in a cave when he wrote Psalm 142 where he's asking God, what is going on here? I'm supposed to be the king someday and now I'm trapped in a place that I escaped to. Think about that. He knows he's God's anointed king and he's stuck in a cave. Now, I don't think he ever expected it to be a smooth ride to the throne. I mean, David knew he was going to have to work hard, fight many battles against the enemies, and earn that seat. However, what he didn't expect was that the very people that was supporting him were the ones that turned against him. The very ones that he expected to lift him up were trying to kill him. Have you ever been there? Have you ever looked around and asked, where are the people that I helped? Where are the people that I thought had my back? Where is my reward for working so hard and making my company so much money? Who has my back? Well, that's exactly what David was feeling. He was saying, you mean I killed the giant? I was defending the entire nation. I loved you. I gave you my all. And now I'm hiding in a cave and you're not here for me. See, if David had just blended in with a million blades of grass, he would be fine. But he put himself out there. And for that, people turned against him. Now, he eventually became a great king, but not without a lot of turmoil. So do you think this is how a dandelion feels? (laughs) It pops up and says, Ta-da, I'm here to add some color to the neighborhood, but then quickly learns that it's the gossip of the field, and people are trying to kill it. So have you ever dealt with this? Maybe you went for a promotion at work, or you get a lead part in a play, or you won an award, or whatever it is. But then the people that you were closest to, that you thought were your friends and would be so happy for you, started whispering behind your back. The sad reality is, if you are successful, or trying to be successful, you're an exception. 
See, you're doing things that others won't do. You're not doing what they do. You think differently and value things differently. And because of this, some others, maybe even your own family members, will criticize you. They'll tell you that you're being unreasonable, rash, or foolish. Oh, they may not say it to your face, but they're saying it to someone. Well, I have learned that the best response to this is just to ignore them. The only way to silence them is to conform to them. And that is not what you're trying to do. It's not that they are wrong or bad. You are just trying to be the best you and follow a different dream than they are. You don't have to explain it. I've dealt with this throughout my entire life. And it took me a long time to stop trying to fit in and to be me. And to accept the criticism. What I finally learned is that people will gossip about others to make themselves feel better. Or to hide their own fears or weaknesses. So ultimately, it's their issue, not mine. I had to learn to just stop stressing and worrying about it. And I am certainly not going to allow it to hold me back. It's actually holding them back. If people would mind their own business and stop worrying about minding others, they may achieve a whole lot more in life. I've always been so happy for and ready to celebrate with any friend or family that reaches any success or gets a new car or whatever it is. So I really never understood those that were not. I guess that's why I never understood why people wanted to exterminate the dandelions. Unfortunately, there are more people like that than there are supportive people in our lives. This is where we see who our true friends and family are. As Alan Jackson wrote in a song, The older I get, the fewer friends I have. But the ones I have, I know have my back. Now, I'm not saying I'm special in any way. What I'm saying is we all are. We are all dandelions at heart. Hmm, maybe I'll use that as the title for this podcast. God said he made every single one of us individually with our own gifts and purposes. He even numbered the hairs on our head. And I'm getting to the point where I can actually count mine. But go outside tonight and look up at the stars and count and name each one. Impossible? Well, the Bible said God did it. To us, they may all look alike. But to him, they are all individual. So maybe to God, we are all dandelions. Ever thought about that? I know I didn't until I just said it. Well, I suppose I need to bring this dandelion episode to a close. I know I've done this poem before, but as I've been sitting here talking, it's been playing in my mind. Because I think it goes perfectly with this one. And hey, a poem this great is always worth repeating. So I'll end with it. People are often unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of being selfish, having ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some false friends and true enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and frank, people may cheat you. Be honest and frank anyway. What you spend years building, someone could destroy overnight. Build it anyway. If you find sincerity and happiness, they may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today, people will often forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. 
give the world the best you have anyway. You see, in the final analysis, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. And friends, that will conclude another episode of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast. I hope you found some value in it, or at the very least found it entertaining. I truly hope you are all the dandelions in your field. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs>